What's up, everybody? Was that too loud? I'm sorry. No, that was good. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Taylor Toxin, and I have a very special guest. I know I always say that, but I've never had a glass blower up in my studio before, which I'm very excited about because I bought his one of his pieces. And if you tuned in onto the uh, last live, um, I actually showed that off really quick. But I got Miguel in here. Miguel, what's her last name? Uh, Villegas. Viegas, hell yeah, dude. Um, so let's just get into it, bro. What got you into glass? Well, <clears throat> to say, uh, to keep a long story short, I remember uh, I was about eleven years old, and uh, or maybe I was about maybe about eleven or twelve. Yeah. Damn. And uh, I, I mean, most of us were just on our Game Boys at that time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was already like, you know, getting gaining an interest in in pot and and drugs at that age. I don't know why I was such a young age. I remember, uh, um, I don't know if it's relevant, but I smoked a cigarette like at nine years old. I was just so interested in like, I don't know, just what adults were doing. Ever since I was mm. real young, I remember I just always wanted to know, be in the adult conversations. Even my mom would tell me that. So I remember being that young and uh, going into a smoke shop with my grandma and I was like looking at the pipes and uh, 10 years later, the guy that I was in, the guy that the guy's shop that I was in, um, I ended up talking to him later and being like, hey, man, you know, if anyone's going to be or if anyone's willing to teach pipe making, which is borosilicate um, glass and there's there's tons of different glasses, there's like. I don't know, like something close to like a hundred different types of glass. Damn. And uh, there's like a school, I think it's in either Oregon or California. See, I'm like kind of still uneducated about it, but <laughs> it's just, there's a school um, of glass blowing now and it's, you know, there's lots of money in it and, you know, it's really humbling just to know like uh, where glass started um, and even like before, you know, medical cannabis was such a even uh acceptable thing like the past 10 years now that it's becoming wreck wreck now people are starting to be like oh okay still don't like it you know and that's cool like close-minded maybe maybe <coughs> i think maybe i think i think i kind of try to understand where everybody's coming from and you know um i don't i'm not one of those parents that's like smoking pot with his 10 year old you know what i'm saying like <laughs> my my kid always asks about it my kids ask about it and i'm like you know you guys aren't gonna probably need to do this you know it was just something that you know was in my life doesn't mean that you guys need to follow my steps you know? right and when you guys are old enough uh, you guys you guys get jobs and move out like you guys can smoke pot you can cuss do whatever you want that's mm -hmm. like that's on you you know? <laughs> so so how is it doing um blowing glass around your kids i'm i'm assuming you have two right yeah i got two two boys um, it, it's pretty uh it's pretty cool now that they're a little older um i remember them being really tiny and uh i the only times i would get to blow glass is when everybody was asleep and shit <laughs> so it was tough and it's still tough now but it's getting better it's like more like the kids are like they come in they're like hey what's up dad and i have a little pair of glasses for them and they just kick back and that's cool <laughs> like there's nothing that is cool there's nothing like having your kids around you and especially like you know these days it's just there's nothing like having your own little family and like you mm -hmm. know, and supporting you being around your passion yeah. yeah yeah and they're my biggest fans so how old are they they're uh eight and five Ain't five. Wow. Yeah. How cool. It's nice that they're like around the same age group. So while they grow up, they're kind of like 
you know, connected. That's really smart to have, man. Yeah. Do, do they show an interest in blowing glass w- alongside with you? Uh, my eight-year-old has, and uh, he was like, I want to do something. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> and he's like, maybe make a little heart. And I was like, okay, I'll do a little, dem- a little demo for you. And I did a little heart. And, uh, Got you. And then he did one after me. I have a little clip of him doing it. Man, he looks like he's done it in a past life already. He was just, <laughs> he was just going, and I was like, cool, man. And we uh, – we posted our finished pieces on the American Glass page and sold like that. Really? Like, yeah, How and, much? Um, I think I, I I auctioned them and they went for like thirty bucks or something for both for just a little one hour little heart and I got a little heart, did a little zigzag design on it and then mm-hmm. shaped the heart and then I pulled it down like a little drip and then I just sold it as a little heart, you know, a little Dude. dab tool or you know. I think I think what people uh, they really like is just different. People just like something different, and I always yeah. think about that. What are what's what are ninety nine percent of glass blowers not doing? And uh, you know everybody's kind of doing a little bit of everything, and I think that's what makes it fun. Is there's so many different things that you can make, and uh, it keeps you really on your toes all the time. And once you stop doing one thing, you forget how to do that thing when you're doing the next thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, what should I do? What am I good at? What do I like? How can I make this, you know, top of the line? You know? Got you. And I think that's just, it's just, I think that's why I like glass blowing because it's hard. And, you know, why don't, why do we do anything? Because it's hard. It's not easy. That's why we like. And, and, it, and it shows your personality. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot of the pieces that you've had, <laughs> um, they have this, I mean, uh, from what I've seen, they, they all have kind of like the same, well, not the same, but they have this touch that you have. And as soon as I know it's you, it's like, oh, I'm not surprised, cool. <laughs> you know, which I is like really that. dope. That's good to know that my stuff is uh, unique. It, it really yeah, is, man. Cool. And I can't wait because I, I saw that shot glass and I, well, I, I, I'm assuming it's for, um, um, I'm, it's more for, uh, what is it? The Q-tips for when you're taking dabs, right? say no this will definitely fit a shot in it um that's gorgeous by the way everybody who is listening on the podcast right now feel free to go to instagram taylor underscore toxin so you can see a couple of the pieces that miguel is showing right now and again all the glass pieces that he will be showing are fully original from him um and you know talking about that because i definitely want to be showing them off soon um do you have any pieces that you've collaborated with other people on Um, or are they mostly all you know just products of yourself I the only thing I've done as far as a collab um, was this last winter I was working with uh, Sean Spinato and uh, shout out to you Sean yeah shout out Sean he he's been doing this stuff for probably 20 years plus and uh, he actually found me on the American Glass page chucking my pipe down the street like 20 times or something he's all yeah man you you got you got something down he's all just keep practicing you know and that's what it really takes is somebody to just really just believe in you and mm-hmm. you know give you some credit where it's deserved obviously you're an artist you're trying to get some attention on your work you know it's rough out there <laughs> it's so. not easy trying to put yourself out there and having people know that you know, you know i'm known for doing this like mm-hmm. you know check what's up yeah. and actually other than glass i know you're an artist we, we got into that before we, we started going live um but before we get into that i i really want to ask you like you know because the 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 uh, what is it or orientation or well, the origin? The, the origin of this show is local, you know what I mean? Yeah. So are, were you born in here in New Mexico or were you born somewhere else and you came? Um, I was born and raised Santa Fe. Uh, okay, cool. The south side of Santa Fe. 
Um, I really love Santa Fe, man. I've I've been all I've been a little bit all over New Mexico and um, a little around the country a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like East Coast, West Coast. Um, I love I love the beach. I love Texas a little bit. You know, my grandma lives out there, but she's not digging it anymore. Um, she wants to come back to New Mexico. And I've been around, and whenever I go out of the state, <coughs> I I just see the way it is. Arizona, you know, California, Nevada. And I just love New Mexico, man. Like, there's just something about, you know, Santa Fe and... and, and I mean, it's know. peaceful. Yeah. Not <laughs> a lot of drama happens here, thankfully. Yeah, it just depends where you are, I guess. Um, True. The best thing is just to go out to the mountains. The uh, Santa Fe is a good place for a loner. There's just so, so much beautiful sights out there. I second that. Um, there's just... It's really foresty. The higher up you get in Santa Fe, the elevation's so high just we have so much to offer out here um i mean colorado is probably my second um most second place yes yeah, that place you would live. Would live yeah it's so beautiful out there man i mean i see you owning a house out there and then owning a house here so you can like i'm not i need to get out of santa fe for a little bit just go go to go to the other house <laughs> a cabin or something out exactly colorado, dude something you know yeah. you never know dude honestly yeah. i can see this one day um you know selling out and people are going to be in demand yeah. So talking about your glass, though, um, what is the first piece that you worked on? Do you remember that? Because I know you said that you started when you were 12 and then you started getting a mentor when you were 20. Yeah, 21? I started uh, getting a mentor. I didn't really start until I got the mentor. Like I had no mm-hmm. idea where to start. No, idea. no idea where to start. Um, before I started actually blowing glass, I was buying glass. I was uh, mm-hmm. shopping online and, you know, trying to figure out. You know what people were doing at the time i knew there was some good smoke shops around town like red house uh concrete jungle yeah you know those are just those are the staples definitely all the staples and they're just such good people good business people you know they've been doing it for so long and um you know i have to kind of throw on my little website i'm all this is what i'm doing you know it's it's rough being you know starting out glass blowers so i'm kind of doing this selling some, some right. glass i used to hit the um the the albuquerque flea market for a long time and that was fun that was really a lot of fun a lot of diverse people so many <laughs> different people always coming in checking it out i can see yeah. that especially like around tax season like people would just flock and they just flock. <laughs> they're like wow this guy's not really selling it for much he was just like little, one little markup and it was just that's it i know? feel that yeah so. so um you know talking about that um crap I just had a question and, and, and I already lost it. What the hell? Um, do you remember the first piece that you did? Yeah, um, I took a pipe. I took a three-month internship with uh, Anthony Nappy. And he owned mm. Nappy Glass in Santa Fe. I think he had a shop open for about five, almost eight years or ten years or something like that. It was open for a while. And uh, he blew glass out of there and he sold his glass. And uh I think he was doing some tattoos, piercings. He's doing it all. I Got remember. you. Um, I think he pierced my tongue at one point uh, when I was like 16 or something. You still have it pierced? No, I don't. Damn. I think I was, <laughs> I was, I just, it wasn't comfortable in my mouth, man. And then just the metal barbells, they're just, they're disastrous to your mouth. Really? Yeah. Shit. I think I bit on it. Like, like you crunched it down on my tongue piercing a few times and fuck. I was like, fuck this shit. I've been debating <laughs> on getting mine, to be completely honest. I've been wanting one. And it's not even for you. It's, it's kind of more for like your partner. Yeah. But even then it's like, 
are you sure you want to? Because there, supposedly from you know what I've heard from you is that there are consequences to, to, yeah. to doing that. Unfortunately, your teeth, you can't. Yeah, it's not metal's not good to have around your teeth apparently. So. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> um, do you know how many pieces you've created throughout the time? I mean, because you I, you started when you were 20. How old are you now? Um, gonna be 28. So okay, I was 21 when I started, like about 21. So I've been doing it about I would say a good six or seven years got you um but just the startup to actually get going that was probably the longest uh the longest time it took mm -hmm. i think i was actually like just working on like a pipe um you know that first three months to six months um i didn't have any of my equipment when i started i just i had to you know have like how how much is equipment by the way because i i assume that it's not cheap and um, it takes a lot of time. You can go a cheap route, but then you notice when you go like a cheap torch, it's not going to last very long. Got you. Um, if they just start doing funny things, like your flame starts getting all, you know, bushy and harsh. And you want it to be sharp and you straight? You want it to be sharp and straight, but you also want <coughs> it to be really fluffy at the same time. You don't want it to be, you know, you want it to have a wide range of oxygen. Got um, you. I mean, from from the videos that I've seen, you know, it looks like great technology that you have. Yeah. But then again, I don't really, I can't really tell. I've, well, okay, so so in the time that I've been blowing glass since I started, I've realized that a good glass blower can pretty much do anything on a little torch. Like if you're, if you mm -hmm. really, if you really like, you know, want to do something, you'll do it. Got you. Um, you just kind of have to get that little push, you know. You know, you don't know what is capable on that torch. You don't know how hot you can go. You don't know how hot you need to go sometimes. Um, I can see that. Sometimes you, yeah. So it's just a lot of trial and error. And if you said, like you asked me earlier, like how many pieces have you made, you know, since you started? Um, I would tell you not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> I mean, but within the ne uh, next, you know, next six or seven years, I can imagine you've made I'm a, hundreds of pieces. Hundreds, yeah. I'm probably hitting a couple thousand. You know, and I actually now. just remembered. I remember I saw you um, over by El Dorado with uh, with a homie, um, and you were like, "Oh yeah, dude, my pieces are great," and you just threw it on the floor. Yeah. And it was perfectly fine. I was like, "Damn!" And I think that was like four, maybe five years ago. Do you remember well, that? I think so. I do shit like that all the time. I yeah. Yeah. I just, I, um, I really do believe that my work is good and mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I, I know good things take time and, uh, I'm not really in that. I'm not in a rush to, uh, to get, I guess, noticed. I don't know. I'm kind of a loner. So I kind of, okay. I kind of like my privacy a lot. I, I like to be chill. I, I, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could be doing tons of production work and, you know, uh, making a steady income with it but uh you know i just i have so many other things i enjoy and uh glass blowing is really uh taxing on your body yeah you know i can't just be. standing there standing there sitting there you know prolonged <coughs> amounts of times it just takes a lots and lots of concentration there's nothing wrong with it but uh you know um i don't have like the proper uh hood and ventilation right now so a lot of glass blowers are probably give me a hard time about that okay um i do realize you know that you do need proper ventilation and stuff um you know i have i work in a garage kind of okay. have my, my have my things up and i know there's there's actually wicked glass blowers that work outside and they work out in the you know out in the open too um what's the challenges w with working outside i mean pros and cons of challenges that challenges of working outside is uh being uh you're just the weather that it could mm -hmm. it could rain it could be really cold it could be uh Super really windy. windy. Yeah. yeah. Windy will mess Jinx. up your flame. 
windiness will mess up your flame. Um, you know, but I, I've just I've seen people just just work, man, and just enjoy every minute of it, and that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, no, I get that. And uh, sometimes you get hard on yourself. You're like, man, I should be farther ahead. You know, uh, you know, I've met glass blowers that have done it for two years, and they're freaking phenomenal glass blowers. Like, because they put in that time, right? They put in the time. There's right. no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. How how much money would you say, like roughly, how, how that you put into the uh, equipment that you have? Because I I can imagine goggles, gloves. Um, torch um holders uh the glass itself the glass itself it, it gets pretty pricey um, right especially you want to do first quality everything you want to do first quality color um first quality you know tubes you want to do pyrex you want to do either cymax or uh, uh cymax is like kind of like a european um, i have no idea pyrex too i believe um is you know you just want to make sure everything that goes into it is quality and quality out Right. You'll you'll definitely see and feel the difference when you're working with it. You're like, oh man, there's a bubble in there. How did that? Go? Oh yeah, you're like, it's the material itself. Yeah. Well, hey, before we uh before we reach the um the ending of the first one, I actually want to see which uh which pieces you want to show off really quick. Oh, okay, cool. And to answer your question, like, a couple thousand, hundred thousand <laughs> maybe. Say I started off so you you want to get a torch. A torch can be anywhere from a thousand to. Four thousand or more. Yeah. Um, so you'll probably start off with about a five hundred dollar torch or something, maybe a thousand, sometimes less. Sometimes you'll find a nice little uh, little peepee -pee torch, you know, <laughs> like a hundred, two hundred bucks, you know. Small peepees work too, right? Yeah, they do. It's about the way you use it. So. Um, um, let's check this one. Out. I love that one. I because I, so I remember one, you were talking to yeah, me about these two are some recent ones. Um, I just started doing. Some little wigwags and stuff. Um, you can probably show them. Yeah, yeah. Don't be shy. Um, Those are gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, they got some. They're kind of similarly, I guess, when I never I do my wigwag piece, that's kind of, I do this in three fat marbles. Um, I just put one to two sections. That front part is a section, a wigwag. And they look similar. That's what I'm really liking about these is they have like a similar uh, kind of look. You can tell they're. Kind of like a signature. Yeah, like a signature. Even my own, my oldest son, he's all, they look like they're your signature. They have your, they have an M on them. And it looks like <laughs> a my, yeah, my kids always have good things to say. I love that, dude. Um, oh, uh, really quick. If if we do want to buy them, uh, where can we go? Where can we contact you? What's the easiest um, uh, place? So I have an Instagram, a Facebook. I have a website. I have um, I have a page on Facebook. It's called Bubbles Glass Emporium. The website is bubblesglass.com. All one word, bubbles, glass, like, you know, like bong bubbles. Dope. Um, yeah, I have a lot of pieces up on there. But I, if you want to follow me on Facebook, um, it's just Miguel G Viegas. Um, I I think we're we're gonna have to do a, you know, a little link somehow. No, no, definitely. But yeah, you can just I'll be adding you can that. Just you can directly contact me. I'm, you know, I I love talking to people about you know glass and stuff. Cause I know there's a lot of stoners out there that hopefully will appreciate some actually local blown glass right here. Gorgeous pieces too. How roughly how, how long does it take you to, to I mean how long does it take you to make these right here they have so it in your hand These things right here they're little fumes little fume nectar you know nectar dabbers Those look nice in the light They got yeah they look really nice in the light um I bend them so a lot of people like to take the oil hit and it just it never travels up cuz a lot of people got you have problems with 
having stuff like that it just the oil, hot oil can drip down it can injure somebody so that's kind of a little problem i take took care of for the, Dude. the smoke shops and stuff and people really like that stuff um hey, gorge you have like one two three four of those same ones that's dope uh, i try to make a bunch of them because uh you know they are quicker pieces they'd say they take about 10 20 minutes um at the most mm-hmm. um, let's show let's show off one more before we gotta okay. before we gotta cut this one off part one we'll be back with part two and because it's Christmas time, I love these, dude. As yeah. soon as I saw those, I was like, yo, those got to be ill. So, Check um, these out. These are actually the tops for the ornaments. They're pretty difficult to find, um, but you to find nice ones anyway. But these ones definitely are nice. And, those are really uh, cool. And I'm working on these little zigzag patterns, which are pretty cool. They're not wigwags or anything, but... You know, um, a lot of glass floors would rather just do line work and wigwags, and that's cool too. But I I like these designs too because they're different. I Looks like seen, a planet. I, I love haven't that. seen anything like these either. No, neither have I. So, um, and that blue one, that's cool. My goodness. And then and then this necklace. Oh, okay, yeah. that's ill. I remember I was talking to you about the designs that you get. That's gorgeous. So those are some dichro images. Um, that's a, a Om symbol. Um, it's the Middle Eastern meditation symbol. Then I got a nice little spherical opal in there. Hit it with some silver, and it's got sonic blue accents. And then I got some really nice um, adventuring green and amber purple beads. You can't see them too much with the reflection, but they're super that's super pretty. thick, and they're hand handmade. They're not used with any tools, so I kind of just spin them. Oh, with the tubes and then uh, be really careful. I want them really, really thick. I haven't seen beads you like know, that, like these in a while. But I've seen some wicked stuff, man. Like you see a little bit of everything when you're on um, online, especially on Facebook. There's so many awesome pages out there, American Glass pages. And um, I've met some really, really talented glass blowers. And, uh, you know, they I think they just they dig they dig the supportiveness and the bubbliness and. You know, it's just how I am. I support everybody. I love I love things. I'm really passionate about things. I think that's I gonna, that. that's definitely my strong point in life. It's going to take me places. And um, even if it's not like right away, you know. The, just, the notoriety will definitely yeah. be coming in time, honestly. Yeah, so. Well, really quick, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, everybody that's live on my Instagram. I love all of you. I send hearts. Everybody who's listening, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed this one. And if you guys are curious as to how these pieces look, again, go to my uh, Instagram, Taylor underscore Toxin. I will have a couple links specifically to um, to get in contact with Miguel so you can buy some pieces. Or maybe you can ask him for a custom piece. Yeah. I, yeah? I love doing custom pieces. I think uh, those are usually the nicest ones because I get to create it with yeah. the customer. Um, a lot of people are like, well, you're the artist. You do it. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> if you have ideas, I'm willing throw to them out. throw them out. Yeah, I feel sure. that. I don't mind doing that either. So. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Let's be back again in part two. Be right back. Cool. Bada bing, bada 